This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hey everyone, you're listening to The Public Affair with me, Andrew G. I see someone different every episode, but do me a favor keep it between us. <laughs> hey guys, what's going on? It's me, Andrew G, and welcome to another exciting episode of The Public Affair. Thank you guys again so much for tuning in. I truly appreciate it, of course. To Rogue Media Network with Mike Hamilton, who's producing this episode, I truly appreciate it. And to all of you that continue to show me the utmost love and support, you guys truly, truly mean the world to me. Just got done recording an episode prior to this, and I had to get me a little drinky, so that way I can keep on going, right? This, this job is hard. <laughs> this job is freaking hard to be doing for three hours at a time, okay? <laughs> No, no, before we continue, I definitely want to use this app or encourage you guys first to like, share, and subscribe this episode, please. And um, I definitely want to use this opportunity to give a shout out to just a few of our sponsors of this episode of The Public Affair. This episode is brought to us by David Santabanez with a linear real estate. He's the number one sales agent in his office. That's right. He's going to help you buy a home or sell your property. It's the new year. You want to get you a new home, something that's more fitting for you and your family. Hit up my boy, David Santabanez. He's going to walk you through the process step by step. You say, follow him on the number on the screen. Follow on Facebook at David Rodolinia. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. Of course, to Armstrong's Bayou Cafe with Anika Armstrong serving the most authentic Cajun cuisine with a wide selection of signature crab cakes, pastas, seafood, and more. Listen, you guys already know that all the pastas are absolutely my favorite, of course, being the crabby seafood pasta. But listen, I recommend every single thing. The potatoes are good. Everything is so delicious. You guys can find her at Union Hall and Waco and at Union Grove in Woodway. Follow at Armstrong's Bayou cafe corporation on social media to my girl anika armstrong keep doing your thing girl keep your head up and i love you so much thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of the public affair of course the blue star rv services my boy manny guerrero mobile rv tech who can fix all rvs travel trailers fifth wheels toy haulers and even your food trucks the food trucks breaks down he's got you all right he deals with the warranty company so you don't have to deal with all that just pay him the small service fee him and his hot team will come out there and fix everything in one go follow on facebook or call the number on the screen of blue star rv services thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of the public affair of course the joseph blancas with jb auto detailing provides mobile details for all of waco and the surrounding Area. Listen, those jobs can get a little bit pricey, but he has different packages on his website, jbautodetailing.net, and every single package is promising 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Let him come to you and get your car looking brand spanking new and fresh. Call the number on the screen of books at JB Auto Detailing. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. Of course, the Tamborazo Estilo Rancho with Carlos Salazar. Oh, I wanted to say it like the radio voice. I wanted to do it like that, right? Providing live music for any event, birthday parties, quinces, weddings, and so much more. Even divorce parties. And if you're having a divorce party, send me, please. Get the party started with the best group in the area. Sure to get everyone off their feet and enjoy all the festivities. Call the number on the screen to book and follow on Facebook at Tamborazo Estilo Rancho LLC. I did it, Carlos Salazar. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair and, of course, the Waco Bolt and Supply Company, your new go-to source for nuts, bolts, and all industry supplies, offering a wide selection of high-end products with competitive pricing. This is perfect for all my friends that I have here on social media that watch The Public Affair, that are handymen, that are construction workers, whatever you guys need tools, you guys need equipment, they got you at Waco Bolt and Supply Company. Follow on Facebook. And for more information, call the number on the screen. Say habla español también to Waco Bolt and Supply Company. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. How was that? Impressive, right? I could do your campaigns. That was. I can do your That campaigns. was amazingly uh, Thank fast. you so much. And uh, I, 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 I yes. got this thing in my lap. Oh, that's fine. You can move it if you like. There you go. <laughs> Just, there you go. Just, so, what, what are we doing here? I got, I got all kinds of stuff in my face. It's, no, you're good. It's so it, it just keeps falling. You hold it like that. Yeah, no, yeah. We'll just good. reach out and hold it like that. <laughs> well, we get the wife. She's Mike, gonna, where are you at, Mike? Yeah, Mike, we, Mike, we, we I need, need assistance. You. <laughs> assistance, assistance. No, I think you're good. Yeah, you're good right there. Like, we've yeah, never had yeah. any problems with the mic until Jeff, I get it. It's going to fall. It's going to fall. If it falls, we'll figure it out. You guys, I'm excited to have this next guest on the show. It's a little bit of a different direction for me. I think for him as well. I don't know. He sent me another interview that he did prior and I was like you know it's not gonna be anything like that right it's like so not gonna be anything like that <laughs> but you know what he's very open-minded he's very welcoming um very oh I said open-minded already listen he is um running for the McLennan County Sheriff here in McLennan County I'm so excited to welcome candidate for McLennan County Sheriff Jeff Aguirre is here on Man, the public I, affair I appreciate that I, I do I appreciate that introduction I'm very fortunate to be here and you rolled your R's I appreciate I did that. yes because I speak Spanish I'm Puerto Rican get out of here get out All right? of here I heard, the, I heard the last interview say his name is like come on Aguirre Aguirre <laughs> Aguirre you, you gotta roll him se habla espanol habla espanol también uh, poquito. Poquito. Okay, right, yeah. So, so <laughs> there's a story there. So yeah, there's a story. There's an explanation sure. why. I'd love to hear it. 
We're gonna, we're, we're gonna get there. Oh, we're gonna man. get we got, there. We okay. got an hour. We got an hour. We got an hour to get there. We do. We do. Well, listen. Let me just start by saying, first of all, shout out to the wife in the background. She brought. Thank oh, you for man. this. I, thank you for this water. I truly appreciate it. Thank you. You're your <laughs> lifesaver. Okay. Since yeah. Okay. And so no, you know, I, I'm really excited to have you here because my DMs for months have been, when are you going to get Jeff Aguirre on the show? Jeff Aguirre, you're such a big Latino inspiration, and so is he, blase, blase. Damn it. I will call Jeff Aguirre right now, and we will talk about it, okay? And we did. You know, that's the craziest thing. I was telling yeah. her I was telling her that um, when we spoke, mm -hmm. you were telling me that you were driving someone around, and yeah. they were like, hey, get him on your show. I was doing Uber, because I do Uber sometimes, and the person that I picked up at 5 in the morning <laughs> was like, Jeff Aguirre is my cousin. I was like, I hear that name all too often. I will call him, and she inspired me to call you. Well, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Yeah, I don't know. Don't ask me what her name is because I really don't know. But yeah. she's one of your distance cousins for sure. Well, I've got I've got about forty to go through, there so I'll go. find yeah. out who did. She's like, he's such an inspiration. He's been through so much in his life, and I think he'd be a really good guest on your podcast. And I was like, okay, we'll we'll do it, right? And a really big quick, my my uh, friend Joe Hernandez is a deputy sheriff. Okay. Yes, and, and he was so excited to know that I was going to have you on the show. Good. And then was even more excited to know that you knew who he was. So I was yeah, just yeah. I, know, I know Joe Bonnie. Yes, yeah, I see, he just I swear to God he could not he was like he did not say my name like that. I was like, yes, yeah, I he promise did. you I know who he is. <laughs> that could be, well that could be a good or bad thing though, can't no, it? Man, no, man. Okay. I keep uh, I keep I'm no I'm no longer at the sheriff's department. Okay. I, I left about eighteen months ago. Mm. But I do keep track of the people that are there. I yeah, kinda, yeah. I kinda try to keep up with uh you know what's going on in their lives and who sure. they are, and I know I know who he is. Yeah. I mean, we're on Facebook together, so I get to see his yeah. life as it unfolds. Joe, I told you you owe me twenty dollars, and then when I date <laughs> Jeff's brother, I can get you into all the parties. Oh, well, here we go. Here <laughs> we go. How do you know about my why brother? Because I do my homework. Jeff, why does your mic keep falling? Nobody else ever has that issue. That Mike, <laughs> Mike left. It's stripped go. out. Yeah. It's gonna fall. It's so, gonna fall. We're, but we're I'll hold it. I'll hold it. There you there go. We go. Well, no, and big shout out to Jug, and he just became deputy sheriff. Maybe I think. Earlier this year, I can't remember. We had a party. Yeah, but he went. To, he went to the academy. He went to the yeah. academy and doing so. He's so happy, and he was like, "I cannot believe you're having Jeff. He's rooting for you too." Oh, you yeah. can't say that. You no, they are. That. All these people are rooting for you. I was like, "Okay, I'll get him on the damn show." My bad. And so, you know, running for sheriff sounds like it's pretty stiff right now. And, and, yeah, it's and, a close race. It's a close race. Yeah. Okay, I, I know how that feeling because I've been up for the Waco Awards. It's not the same. But <laughs> the Waco Awards three years in a row, and I've won every year. But it's still, I get that feeling of anxiety. That's well, let's let's keep it rolling. Right? Let's keep it rub some of that good luck off on me. Hey, I'm going to. Yes, I'm, right. I'm giving you I'll my. Take it. I'll give you all my juju. Okay, so listen. Um, like I said, we met because my DMs would not stop being lit. For Jeff, I get it. And then your, you know, your drunk cousin told me to get you on the show. So I was like, Bet. it was four. It was four. It was four in it the morning. Four, if, like, she, if, in there. If, if they were drunk, if we're gonna have to talk. No, she wasn't drunk. She was not drunk. I think I, um, I don't know what she was saying. Okay, but um, okay. Listen, so Jeff, introduce yourself to anybody because again, this is a bit of a different direction on my podcast. You know, we don't normally get into like the politics and stuff like that. I have once or twice I've dabbled in it, but you know, um, I tell my listeners who you are, please. So my name is is Jeff Aguirre. I'm I'm a uh, I'm a South Waco kid. Yeah. You know I grew up in South Waco, and uh, you know my mother married. A, it's no it's no secret. Sure. We've, we've talked about it from mm -hmm. the stage. My mother was a kid with a kid. You know she wasn't ready for me and, mm -hmm. and everything that I brought to the table. Sure. And uh, you know she got married and uh, moved me out to uh, to the the north end of the county, and okay. I, I ended up going to Valley Mills, Texas. Oh. And. Uh, you know, they got divorced. It, it seemed like they were married for like five minutes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, she got a divorce, and she okay. moved, she moved to Dallas, and I stayed with the gentleman she married. He helped raise me. Oh, know. so that wasn't even your dad? Nope. Okay, got you. Nope. I found my dad. Uh, found my dad the year COVID hit. My wife. My wife found him. That was just a few years ago. Yeah. So my oh, wife found. Wow. Him. So I just. So yeah. I'll be. I'll be fifty next month. I'll be fifty, uh -huh. and I found. Uh, I found that I've got two brothers, a mm -hmm. sister. I found my father's story. I got to tell you a story. And, and so we're, we're, we're jumping a, a lot forward in time. Okay. But, uh, you know, the whole time I was in Afghanistan, the one thing I never wanted to do was neglect my children. Okay. You know, it was, they didn't, they didn't understand where I was or what I was doing. Sure. You know, my daughter used to say, you know, she, he keeps people safe. That's all she'd tell people. Yeah. He keeps people safe. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'd come home from uh, from Afghanistan. It's about a 17 and a half hour flight. Yeah. And uh, I'd always know I don't fly well. I try to sleep, try to do whatever I can do to stay sure, asleep. Sure. And every time I'd wake up, mm -hmm. there was a uh, there was a video of Santa Claus. I'd always come home for Christmas. There's mm -hmm. a video of Santa Claus 
clearing customs and he gets in trouble because he's got a bag full of gifts and yeah and santa claus never declares his gifts right sure sure um it wasn't until 2019 that i realized that every year i watched that video for the eight years i was gone that santa claus was my father wow yeah, my wife found him. My brother showed me that video. I'm like, I'm lost right now. He, uh, <laughs> he worked. He, so yeah. my, uh, my, my father, his wife, yeah. my two brothers and, and, and my sister all work for the government. Gotcha. Oh, I see. So okay. that, they made that video and yeah. it just kind of made its way through the, through the governmental channels and ended up in a TSA video. There you go. And, uh, man, I, I watched him for eight years without knowing him. It was my father. That's so wild. Okay. So, <laughs> so wait, but life for you growing up, though, I mean, because you mentioned that your mom was kind of about that life, and then, you know, you were raised by another gentleman. And, and so did you face any hardships, Jeff? Yeah, you know, yeah. You, man, come on. It was the 70s and 80s. Oh, you know? yeah. Mm-hmm. It was the 70s and 80s. The 70s were kind of... You don't look like you're more than 21. Stop. I appreciate that. <laughs> you know, yeah. the uh, the the thing in the 70s, you know, growing up, yeah. it uh, I think it was more about a, a racial divide or, or a, a, a cultural divide. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, in the 80s, everybody was wilding out doing what they do. Yeah, totally. So, yeah. you know, I was I was too white to be brown and too brown to be white. Okay. So it was kind of, <laughs> so it was kind of, yeah, it was kind of, all, like I've always played the middle. But yeah. you know what, that, that single-handedly has been my best attribute in my entire really? life. Yeah, okay. for sure. You know, I got, working narcotics, it always plays good to yeah. be in the middle. You're not the bad guy. You're not the cop. You're the guy in the middle. I know. And it worked uh, It worked well overseas in Afghanistan and sure. in Haiti. I know. I can't wait to get into your undercover work because I have so many questions. My, my dream. Do you guys watch that show, To Catch a Predator? I know this is so weird. I always wanted to be the decoy. Occasionally, yeah, yeah we watch it occasionally. I don't look like a twelve-year-old boy though. That's the problem. Come on, yeah, yeah. fourteen, fourteen. Four, I can be fourteen, right? All right I can I get, be fourteen. I got you. No, I just did career day, and those little kids told me I look every bit of sixty because I have a bald spot. I didn't appreciate that. All right, <laughs> shout out to the Vega Elementary. No, I did. I always wanted to be the decoy and to catch a predator. I wanted to be the boy. You know okay. what I mean? That you guys, you. that you guys send out to lure the predator, and then you guys take him out. Yep. Yeah, it, that's that's weird. Is that weird? That's I told that to. That's Chief. so weird. But that okay, we'll I go. told that to Chief Victorian. I did tell her that, and she and she didn't know what to say. Either. Has she been here? <laughs> She's been on this show. Come on, now she following good footsteps. Yes. You, sh- you should have called her. You should have did your homework like I did my homework, Jeff. Oh okay. my bad. I apologize. <laughs> no, busted. Okay. Listen, I just got busted. Okay. No, and you know what? I, I did find out that you have a brother that's like kind of like me, and I want to know if he's single, so that way I could be a part of your family too. He he is not. You know, he works uh, for, he he works for the government. He's up in uh, what is it, Pennsylvania or, oh, okay, or okay. somewhere way up north. Well, and, if you he's know. ever single and you guys need a new guest at the dinner party, just oh man, I'm yeah. a fail. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me and the wife, me and the wife know what's up. Yeah, <laughs> no, okay. Listen, so you know you've been through some hardships in your life. Yeah, I mean you know parents weren't around all the time. How did you end up not becoming a product of your environment? You know, it's, it's, man, you know, that's going to sound terrible. It's going to sound terrible on tape, but here's the deal. You know, growing up, I had a lot of examples. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, my, my, you you said a while ago, my mom being about that life. Mm -hmm. And I had a lot of examples about who I didn't want to be. Okay. And uh, I knew at an early age that, that there were people in her life Mm -hmm. that I could gravitate to. Mm -hmm. Um, and then there were people in her life that I knew that I didn't want to be yeah, that didn't person. Want to be like that. Okay. So you know, as it as it transpired, uh, I was a kid just trying to make my own way, trying to survive myself. Sure. And then as and the first chance I had at freedom, you know, well even before that, when she married that the, the gentleman out in uh, in Valley Mills, mm-hmm. you know, Clayton took me in. He raised me. Mm-hmm. He, he did everything. He'd do teach me how to football, play football, play sports, and taught me how to work. Taught me how to how to gotcha. be a good person. Yeah. And, uh, but outside of that, my first taste at freedom, you know, I kind of reverted back to being all about me. Sure. sure. You know, cause it's the, uh, it's that first taste. Yeah. It's that first, uh, foray out into the world, if yeah. you will. Yeah. But you know, there, there in itself is another story about okay. when I got into law enforcement, yeah. because when I got into law enforcement, it was an overnight transition uh-huh. from who I had learned to become uh-huh. To who I knew I was going to be. Okay, I see. That that's pretty inspiring though, and I really like that you didn't become a product of your environment because I feel like a lot of people use that as like an excuse, you know, to kind of like f up in life. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then when when things are going south in their life, they tend to blame it on their circumstances. But it didn't work for Jeff Aguirre. Now he's running to be the sheriff. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, so that means you know, same. You know, so I I, I admire that about you as well. Um, 
did you ever find yourself maybe going down the wrong path at some point? Because it, it seemed like it was almost like put in front of you to do so, though. Do you know what I mean? So do you, did you ever make some mistakes that, you know? You know, I did. Yeah. I did. You know, it's, it's, it was South Waco in the 80s, man. Yeah. I mean, we could do, you know. Whatever you we, wanted. We would run around. Whoever, yeah. We'd run around when the sun come up and we didn't come home when the street lights came, went on. Yeah, you know, yeah. We did what we wanted to do, where sure. we wanted to do it. Sure. It was the kind of uh, the... Um, the birth, if mm-hmm. you will, of the, not that I was in it, but it was the kind of the birth of the gang agents, the a, uh, age and, yeah. and the, and the part where people grouped up and clicked up and mm-hmm. everybody was just trying to find themselves. Right. And as much as I'd like to say that I did something special, okay. I was nothing more than blessed. Wow. That's good. I was nothing more than blessed yeah. to be put in the right position to do what I needed to do. I love that. I love that. I love that so much. No, I love that for you. Because again, you had the, the odds were not in your favor in terms of like a, not luxurious, you know, to say the, the, for lack of a better term, you know, yeah. I mean, you know, a, a life of success. No, but mean. I yeah. still, but you know, here's the crazy thing sure. is I've still got friends. I've still got friends from South Waco from yeah. when I was a child. You know, I've got, I've got Johnny, I've got Gabe, I've got yeah. a lot of people in my life. How old are you? 30? Uh, yes, 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 I'm 30. So you, we'll go with you that. know a lot of people that were on the show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll be 51 next month. Oh no, you're not. Stop it. Yeah. Stop this. Yeah, I'm a lot I'm a lot more baby faced without the hair. Yeah. You know? My the, this uh this white beard is a problem. The wife is keeping you young over there. It's the, because she is. Yes. She okay, is, yes. but it's the Josh, honey. Yes. Okay. <laughs> my uh, every gray hair I have is is a product of my two daughters and my son. Oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> not my not my career, yeah. nothing else. Did other you than did that. you find any hardships being a dad, especially growing up in the circumstances that you did? Like maybe you weren't equipped to do so. You know, it's crazy you ask that. I I did, um, but fact of the matter is this: mm-hmm. my daughter, when I left, was six years old. Mm. My son was, <clears throat> excuse me, my son was three. Oh, I see. And my youngest hadn't been born yet. And I was gone for eight years. Oh, wow. So you put that into perspective. I came home when my youngest was eight years old. Yeah, I was going to say, the baby missed out. On- and, and my oldest was 14. Oh, wow. 13. Yeah. So it, uh, it, uh, I didn't have to do that. She did it all on her own. Wow. Wow. Yeah. We should have had, yeah, why? We, we're going to talk about that later. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, um, I, I want to get into your, your early law enforcement career. I thought it was so cool that you were, you did undercover for a long time. I did. Yeah. Which I, I love that job, right? I could have never do it because I would blow our cover in two seconds, right? Even if I was a 12 year old boy, I would, they would know. <laughs> they would know. I, 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 I'm too much, you know? <laughs> so, so what, what? We need to step away from that 12 year old boy thing, man. You're worrying me. <laughs> no, I'm joking. No, I, I do. Look, I, I stopped numerically speaking. I stopped counting after 21. So I'm going to be 21 for the rest so of my life. So you're just, yeah, yeah forever that's young. Talking, so you're, tw- yeah. That's it. You're Peter Pan. I could pass as the decoy. You're Peter Pan. That's it. You're forever, forever, forever young. <laughs> yeah. And I can fly too. So, that, okay. What about that? <laughs> no, you know, listen. So, what, but what inspired Jeff Aguida to get into a career of law enforcement? Bro, I'm going to tell you what, honestly, yeah. truth, mm-hmm. truthfully, it was, it was an accident. It, no, no, it was, yeah. it was, it was the blessing of God. You know, oh, my, my mother, my mother worked in the courthouse and, uh, I, uh, I had the opportunity to, to know a lot of people in the courthouse sure. and a lot of judges and a lot of lawyers. And, yeah. and at the time, my, uh, after, after eight and a half years of mm-hmm. working various restaurants and waiting tables and just kind of living that life. Yeah. I uh, I got that job working in the in corrections for McLennan County. Oh yeah, and uh, it's the best thing that ever happened to me. Yeah, yeah, truly. I uh, I got in there, and here's the thing: a lot of people don't understand. They think, oh, well, you're just a jailer. Mm-hmm. Well, man, there's no such thing as just a jailer. Just a jailer right, yeah. Those guys work. I oh, mean, yeah. you're in there. You know, those guys in there now are they're in there for twelve hours a day. You know, four days four days a week, but. But now, you know, with the way things are, they're yeah. in there six, seven, eight days a week. And Ugh. sometimes they don't get a, a day off in a couple of weeks. And, so strenuous. You know, they didn't do anything to be locked up, but they're right. locked up. They're but, locked up. But with dangerous people for that. Well, matter. and here's yeah. the thing. There's a lot of responsibility comes with it. Yeah, definitely. You got to feed them. You got to make sure they get their medication. Mm-hmm. You got to keep their medical schedule. Right, right. And uh, outside of their medical schedule, you got to make sure they get their mail. You got to make yeah. sure that anything, it's, they've all got problems. Yeah, Here's definitely, the thing. You definitely. know, their, their video tablets aren't working. The phone's not working. Right. They didn't get their commissary. They're like a babysitter. 12 hours a day. Yeah, babysitter. 12 hours. But, grown people. Hey 
guys. I hope you're enjoying this exciting episode. My very special guest, McLennan County Sheriff. Um, Candidates Jeff Aguida is here. Now, before we continue, I definitely want to use this opportunity to give a shout out to just a few of our sponsors of this episode of The Public Affair. This episode is brought to us by Bandas Hauling Service with Julian and Ana Banda. They're from South Waco as well. And they run dump trailers. You fill it up and they haul it away. That's why they do junk removals, tree brush removals, and haul cars in and out of town. And they're also offering dumpster services as well. So that way you can remove all that unwanted trash from those big giant South Waco parties that you guys be throwing in the North Waco parties too. All right. And the East Waco parties and the Hewitt parties and whatever, whatever. And make sure you guys hit up Bandas Hauling Service. They're a good number to have in the phone. That in case the car breaks down too, they can come tell you as well. They told me before. They told me before. He said he'd be there in 20 minutes. He was there in 10 minutes. Book now that I'm on the screen to Julian Anabanda. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. Of course, to Myra Rosales with Strike a Pose Photography, a digital photo booth perfect for parties, private events, corporate events, and so much more. It's fun, it's convenient, and it's super easy. Don't let your party go to waste without getting any memories. Book with Strike a Pose photo booth with Myra Rosales. She's going to get you taken care of. Call now with the number on the screen to book and follow on Facebook at Myra Rosales. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. And of course, I want to give a huge thanks to Layout Snacks with Eric Layout and Denicio Layout. They're offering the best vending machines and food areas perfect for your business or job. I know a lot of you guys be working at places and they don't have vending machines or they have those like really outdated vending machines. You got to call them and get the best in variety of snacks and food. That way you can keep your energy going and work a full day. All right. Listen, follow on Facebook at Layout Snacks or just call the number on the screen to see how you guys can get situated to Layout Snacks, where Eric Layout and Denicio Layout, thank you guys so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. This episode was also brought to us by On The Road Mobile Repair, my boy Miguel Treto. Listen, your car breaks down, you have nowhere to take it, let him come to you and fix it. You can also book to drop your car off to get tune-up, parts replaced, or any mechanical job. Nothing is too hard for him. Truly the best in the biz, and I think that mobile car repairs is that like that's so smart right because sometimes you can't take your car anywhere and you need them to come to you it's the perfect it's so convenient thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of the public affair i also want to give a huge shout out to ocr penguin benitez with Funtown rv he's a salesman over there and the best in rv sales that you're ever going to work with penguin works overtime to make sure you and your family are situated and settled in an rv best suited for you you know springtime is coming up and you want to make sure you guys can go camping and stuff you know summer's around the corner too i'm just saying listen toy haulers travel trailers fifth wheel and so much more. Se habla español también. Follow on Facebook at Penguins Cool RV Details and Tips or just call the number on the screen and book a consultation with my boy, Osiad Benitez. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. Of course, I want to give a big shout out to Soko Soccer Academy. Oh, from South Lake as well. Dominic Gutierrez and Ariana Gutierrez located at 3304 Franklin Avenue. They offer teen, small group, and individual skills training and elite skills training to make your kids superb star athletes with one-on-one um, -on -one training sessions with professionals like George De Leon. The Public Affair is also a very proud sponsor of the Soko Soccer teams coached by my bro my very good friend coach Mauro Maldonado um keep doing your big one bro I'm so proud of you thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to sponsor your teams and I'm always rooting for you they're all from South Waco they're from South Waco Jeff okay yeah, yeah. no I'm not from I'm from New York <laughs> the Soko Soccer Academy thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of the public affair all right guys we're gonna get right back into it with McLennan County Sheriff Candidate Jeff Aguida is here on the public I love how just like loose you are Oh, I, I really thought you were going to be a stiff. I really did. <laughs> I, I thought he was going to be a You were a stiff on that other show. And I was like, no, I, I can't. I even called Joe last night. I said, Joe, I, I'm so scared that he's going to be a stiff. And you're not. You're very South waco to me. Man, you know, yeah. it, it, doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't pay dividends to be all worried. Here's the yeah. thing. What's going to happen is going to happen. If you're going to come at me, you're going to come at me. Yeah. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna defend it the best we can. We're sure. going to make the best of it. Listen, if you're not having fun, what are you doing? What are you doing? And do you find it sometimes exhausting being, I, I call it the media blanket, where you just kind of have to like be under your stuff. You, you can't be who you are in front of the cameras because then people like will use any little thing against you. So that that's funny you say that. Yes. That, that actually has come, come to light recently. Yeah, that that, that uh, you know, who I am is who I am. I've been sure. that way my whole life. Here's the thing, man. You know, I'm 51 years old, mm -hmm. so I've been having fun. I've been... Uh, you know, we tell jokes, we have a drink, we yeah. laugh, we have parties. We, uh, like I said a while ago, if you're not having fun, what are you doing? You're still right? young too, though. People, people. But here's the thing with yeah. the with the at, with the invent of social media, sure. and uh, you got to be more careful. And we're the first generation. I got you. Let's let's call it for what it is. Yeah. We're the first generation that's had to navigate social media. So we grew up being who we're gonna be. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, overnight. We've always got a camera on us. For sure. And everybody wants to take a picture and everyone yes. wants to take a video. And then they do it for, for posterity reasons, yes. but then falls into the wrong hands and people want to use it. Use and, and if you want to use that against me and I'm 50 years old. Who are you old, adjusting? Who are you adjusting? Do it. Yes, do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm talking to the camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. You said you were going to do that if you were adjusting somebody in particular. Do it. Uh, yes. No, no. no if, if, here's the thing. If you want to come at me for yeah. being me, 
Bro, I knew what I was doing when I started doing this. Absolutely. I knew the machine I was. I said I said the other day to somebody, everybody's popular name, everybody's famous name, everybody's machine, everybody's somebody starts somewhere. And I said in that statement, I said, mine starts now. Mine doesn't start now. Mine started 50 years ago. Gotcha. My career started 28 years ago. Yeah. The reason people don't know me is because I've made an entire living of being the man behind the man. Gotcha. I've been prep, propping up the man and just sitting there and holding him up while everybody, he, you know, people talk about caring about the front lines oh. when all they care about is being on the front page. Oof. That's not who I am. Oof. I felt that one. I want people. I want people to understand yeah. my growth mm. and know that that's what I care about for them. I love that. I love that. And, and you know, while it does, it is exhausting because I experienced it in my career too, Jeff. Like you know, like we. It's always fun to be. Like, oh, we are who we are, and this is how we do. And too bad if you don't like it. But at the same time, we do have to watch like what we say what we do because people do use that against us. And it's yeah. so I always tell everybody in the minute, if I go sit down and take a piss, like somebody's going to be upset with me yeah. <laughs> and, and all I'm doing is taking a pee in the bathroom. Like, you know what I mean? You've always got to be available. We want you now. Let's yeah, go. Let's it's go. It's so go. crazy. I, I tell that to my friends too, who are one of my best friends is becoming very notable in what he does. And you know, we have these conversations all the time and while it can be so exhausting, you didn't yeah, throw him out there. You threw Joe out there, but you didn't throw your Oh, shout out, out to Maro Maldonado, the All coach right, of the Soko on. soccer teams. Yeah, yeah, because he's come very far in his career as well as, as, an, as a human being, as an individual. And I'm very proud of him. And, you know, I, I we've had these conversations very early on when he started becoming a notable coach. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, I was like, you know, you have to really be careful, like, what you say on social media, I've had to deal with it too. You know what I mean? And, and but you know, we learn from each other because there's things that I do on the show where he'll check me too. <laughs> no, he'll check me too, and he has no media experience. He's like, bro, you really said that on camera? Like, you know what I mean? Like, watch what you say next time. And so we, we learn from each other, and I, I really appreciate that aspect, you We're know, good. of our good. friendship. And it's good to have people like that. Yeah. But no, okay. So you know, um, let's just get right, jump right into it. Okay, you're running for the sheriff. I am. You're running for sheriff now. Um, why the decision to do so, Jack? Oh man, where do I start? You yeah. know, um, uh, first and foremost, my experience. Yeah. You know, I started in the jail. Uh -huh. You know, I, I I've worked patrol. Mm -hmm. I've uh, I've worked investigations. I've been part of specialized investigative units. Sure. I've been on both sides of the world. Yeah. Um, I'm currently working for the uh, for the district attorney's office, and you know, when you put all that in perspective, mm -hmm. I've got a 28 year career. Sure. And and. My opponent, in his own right, has his own career. Yeah. But when it comes to Texas policing and policing in Texas with a with a he he's got ten years experience. Sure. He he became a police officer ten years ago. Your candidate did or mm -hmm. the, the opposition? My, yeah. Yeah. He was a federal officer before then. Ten years. Ten years ago. So he was a federal officer. Are you thinking of the same guy? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So so. <laughs> but there's a difference. Now, hear okay. me out. Hear yeah, me yeah, out. I'm, I'm not. I'm not here to throw shade on. No, no, no. I'm not throwing shade on him. Yeah, I don't even know him. I'm just saying. He was I, a. He ten was years ago. It was like yesterday. Like, he <laughs> was a. He so he was. Yeah. A, he was special deputy U.S. marshal. Sure. And uh, you know, but but the feds do the fed stuff. Hmm. You know, work a bank robbery. Work work a okay. child work a child molestation. Work a murder. Mm. Work a work a bank robbery. Sure. You know, that's sure. that's what we did. And okay. work an investigation from the ground up and develop informants and, and work those informants and get investigation and find your bad guys and go do that. That's what I've been doing my entire okay, career. Okay. And, and, uh, you know, 10 years ago, right. he was elected to sheriff. Um, the, as the statute was then you have to be a, a, uh, you, you can get elected and then take your license later. Right. Um, as it stands now, if you're not a licensed police officer, they wouldn't elect you to share. Yeah, I wouldn't understand why that would even be a thing. Well, you know, I, I don't know. I'm not going to say the state had it wrong, but they've since corrected it. If you're not a licensed sure. peace officer, they're not a, they're not elected. So, so school me for a second. The difference between like what Joe Bonnie does, deputy sheriff. Yeah. And police officer. Same same thing. Okay, you're, you're the police officers are in the city, sure, and deputies are outside the city limits. Oh, okay, so they so can. They the can, city, yeah. the city sets inside the county. Okay, so if you're in the city, your jurisdiction is within the city limits. So then, so then that would go to say that responsibility. So let's like use you and Chief Victorian as um, correct. Yeah, so then she would be responsible for the city, but then you as a sheriff would be responsible for the county. The county. She's not going to work a case. She's not okay. going to work a case out in in uh, in 
Mart or Moody or sure, Hallsburg sure. or Rosenthal. She's not going to work a case out there. Okay. That's what our guys would. That's do. what you guys would do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you find a position like that to be daunting? Do you, do you, I mean, did you have to like mentally prep for that, or is it something like, like what inspired you to want to take on this role? So first of all, is my yeah. experience outside? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you, you know, my experience. experience. I've yeah. got tons of yeah. experience. Second of all, is I was inside that building for for ten years. Mm-hmm. You know, I I helped start. The, I was one of the founding members of the organized crime unit. Sure. And uh, as I as we started that unit, um, it grew. It became something to be revered. Mm-hmm. Um, we had so it, it goes back further than that. Sure. So my experience when I started at Hewitt and being sent to the sheriff's office to work with the Agriplex Drug Task Force. Sure. We learned a lot back then on how t- it was a multi jurisdictional task force, and take that for what it is. Right. You have multiple agencies trying to achieve the same goal. Mm-hmm. So what you do when you show up for work every single day is you punch a time card and leave your pride at the door. Oh, I see. So what you do is you say, hey, our goal, our objective is all the same. Okay. So nobody gets the credit. As long as a bad guy, I got a good friend of mine, Daryl, and Daryl says, as long as the bad guy goes to jail, that's all that matters. Okay. So we would do that day in and day out. Now keeping, and, and, and being removed from that and going overseas and that separation when I came back, to the organized crime unit, yeah. it was there were three of us. Okay, from the previous days that started this organized crime unit, we had a ton of of, of knowledge and experience, yeah, and yeah. we hit the ground running, and it was yeah, something sure. to be revered across the state. Mm. So as as the good people were put in positions to do great things, yeah. it, that did happen, but over time. It just kind of went one way or the other, and some people left, and some mm-hmm. people reassigned. Yeah, yeah. At some point, you've got to stop, take a step back, right, and say, "How did we get here, mm-hmm. and where are we going?" Got you. At fifty years old, as my as I know, looking in, uh-huh. I know how we got here. There you go. At fifty years old, I know where I want to go. Oof. I see. I see. So, you know, Jeff, it bears the question. um, What are you going to do different than what's going on in office right now? Like what makes you the better candidate to to vote for? Uh, Just there's no question. Yeah. Outside of those doors. Mm -hmm. And and I can see the building from here. I can look out your window and I can see the building from here outside of those doors. Yeah. There's not a lot you can do different. Those men and women that are that are there are doing the best they can with mm-hmm. what they've got. Inside those doors, I can give them more. Okay. I see. I can give them more. Then what's going on? Now? Absolutely. Wow. Okay. So- there's a there's an effective lack of leadership, in my opinion. Sure. There's an effective lack of leadership. And now okay. listen, here's the thing. That comes with that comes with that comes with a, a myriad of reasons. Mm-hmm. It comes with age. It comes with complacency. Let's fig- let's face it. He's been there for twelve years. Okay. He, he's faced two opponents. He's beaten them both. Mm-hmm. His third election, his third campaign was unopposed. Mm-hmm. When when you have the name, and you have the backing, and you have the stigma, mm-hmm. or not the stigma, but the popularity sure. that he has. There is a probability or a chance that you get complacent and you think I'm at the top of my game mm-hmm. and nobody's coming for me. Sure. I tell my kids I've coached softball. Yeah. I've uh, I've I've watched my kids grow up. I've got one that plays select volleyball. Yeah. I tell my kids all the time. I gave a I gave a a speech at the, uh, the in in South Waco for the football team there yeah. for the for the Southern Panthers. Okay. I gave a speech to them and I told them no matter how much you think you're on top of your game, yeah. you're doing two things. You're setting yourself up as a target, okay. and you're setting yourself up at the, as an example. Yeah. There are people that want to be you, okay. and there are people that want to beat you. Yeah. So in this regard, I want to be better moving forward in the future than what we've had in I the see. past, and that's why I'm here. Do you think the opposition might be comfortable? Like, like, there's no way nobody's gonna knock me down. Like, I'm, I'm here. I believe. I I've believe. got the name. I've got the the stamp. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. 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 I do. I believe. I believe there's a, a maybe, little bit of that. Maybe what comes with that too is, like you just said, an effective lack of leadership. Like, well, I don't have to work the best. I don't have to do the best that I have to do because I've got the reputation behind me. So right? let me. So let me. Yeah. So let me be clear. I'm gonna move this. Microphone. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Move this microphone. That mic, your mic just loves being on your lap, and I don't know why it's doing that. So, it's because you're on the public opinion. So here, so here's the deal. Yeah. I, I've told people since we started this thing, 
uh, before me. Yeah. My opponent was my friend for a very long time. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. I'm not I I'm not here to bash. Oh, we don't want to bash him. No, no, we don't, no, we don't want sure. to do that. But we, for you know, sure, we want to know these answers. Yeah. But <laughs> but there comes a point in your life uh-huh. when you surround yourself with people uh-huh. that take advantage of your trust and your loyalty, uh-huh. and. <laughs> As, 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 oh, l- listen, when you're, when you're a good guy, when yeah. you're a good dude, people take advantage of you. Fill me up, girl. Okay. We, we about to get into a whole, <laughs> no, you're gonna, I was yeah, okay. <laughs> she was going to go to, I love her. Yeah. yeah, she, she, yeah, he yeah, t- yeah. Taught me off. No, but yeah, go ahead. But Keep, yeah. fact of the matter is this. Y'all listen to this shit. Go ahead. He's a good person. He's a good okay. person, you know, but being a good person doesn't make you a good leader. You have to be willing to go through that door of the unknown and have people willing to follow you. And in my opinion, that's not what's down there. What's going on. And in my opinion, I bring that to the table. I see Okay. Yeah. No, I, I, you know, how to talk to you, you know, you, you seem to me, have like this underlying effort to promote diversity um, when, when it comes to, you know, your, your supporters, when it comes to the people that are going to um, vote for you. And, and I'm going somewhere with this. Cause it's going to like, it bears, it bears the questions. Like some people might argue or some people might think that you're almost being a poster child or to, to, or maybe not, that you're intentionally doing so. But you know, like, oh, I, I can relate to everybody, you know, in the inner city, like, you know, the South Waco, whatever. Um, do you think that some people might think that you're using that to take advantage or is it an advantage for you to get, to rally support behind no, you? No, it's an advantage for me. Yeah. It's so, a, then, so then with that being said, how do you convince us that you are the best candidate to, to represent us? Well, here's the thing. Yeah. You know, when we started this deal, we, we, we started it as a grassroots effort. Okay. You know, the day I announced, mm-hmm. there were four people in there that are, um, what do we call it, uh, uh, justice, justice challenged is what I've been told it's called. <laughs> they, they, they were in prison. They sure. came out. You know, they were out of the four that were in there. Three of them I put in there. Mm. And they came out and they said, hey, I wouldn't be who I am. I wouldn't have my wife. I wouldn't have my kids. I wouldn't have my grandkids. Oh, wow. There was a gentleman last night. Yeah. Last night. Last night. That posted on Facebook. Like What's December today? 28th. December 28th. Okay. <laughs> he, he, posted, he posted a deal and he said, you know, and I got some flack for this. You know, I sent it out to some friends and I got some flack for this. You can't do this. nothing without getting flack, but go ahead. <laughs> he, sent me, he sent me a text message. Sure. And he said, hey, I'm going to post this on Facebook. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm released from parole. You put me in prison. And I came out, I've got a wife, I've got kids, I've got grandkids, I've got a job, I've got things that I never thought I would have. Mm. I also have my parole papers, and for the first time in my life, I have a voter's registration card. Oh, wow. Welcome back to society. Wow. And then I, and I had somebody say, well, you're endorsed by felons. Well, no, I'm endorsed by somebody who made a mistake, yeah. paid their debt to society, and is trying to get back and be a contributing member of some of the society that we need to be contributing members. Oh. How long do we hold them down? Right. I, I love that you said that. That's like the answer I was looking for that I did not think you were going to give me. Honestly, like, it's just so genuine. Like, Many would argue that, oh, yeah, you're, you're supported by these ghetto people. You know what I mean? Or whatever the case is, or these people that do so wrong in their life. Like, you, there's no way you have a leg up. But just like what you just said right now. Oh, God, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you shook me. I was trying to scare you on the public affair. <laughs> oh, I don't, I, don't, I don't shake, brother. Oh, man. There's no taking this one down. <laughs> I came in with the eyes, too. Like, yeah, I got you. You know what I mean? So, so Okay. But at the same time, it's got to be a rewarding feeling. It's taxing. It's tiring. I mean, because here's the deal. I said earlier, you know, if you're if you're this far into the podcast, you heard me say earlier, I've always been the guy in the middle. I've been the guy that didn't fit in, you know, growing up. Yes. Chip on your shoulder. You know, you go into a house and they got a brother and a sister and a dog and two cars in the driveway and a mother and a father. Well, I didn't know who that was. Yeah. I had a mother that wasn't around. I didn't know my father until my mother got married. That guy became my father. And then yeah. fast forward till I'm 47 years old. And then all of a sudden I've got a real father. And yeah. it's like, you know, it's like I've always been trying to split the middle sure. as to not offend either side. And, and yeah. this is what I tell people. If you'll only stop and listen. I put a I put a deal on Facebook. I got a really good friend of mine. Yeah. His name's Johnny Gonzalez, and, okay. and we and we go at each other. Oh, on I Facebook. know Johnny. Yeah, we, we, we construction, right? Yeah, we yeah. go at each other. Uh-huh. Man. We we go at each other. But there was a meme on Facebook, and it's two men, 
and these men are standing opposite of each other. And one of them is looking down at a number six, and the other one is looking down at a number nine. Mm. What they see is real. They just don't see it from each other's perspective. I'm going to send that to my best friend. So <laughs> that's my best friend. Yeah. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, it's, uh, I've, uh, that's, that's one thing that's, that's always stuck with me is that, especially in this business, you sure. got to understand it as a law enforcement official, right? There are 330 million people in America, right? Less than a million of them are police officers. Mm-hmm. So we're outnumbered on every day you wake up, every totally. day the sun comes up, we're outnumbered 330 to one. Right. Right. And then you factor in what we do. We deprive people of their God-given rights. We either lock them up. We deprive them of their liberty to move around. We deprive them of places to go. We deprive them of their guns by virtue of doing our job. Right. You know, and it's, it's not an easy job. Right. It's not an easy job by any, by any stretch. But what we need to do, what we need to do is, is we need people to understand that, that we have to see things from both perspectives. I, I and I love that you say that. I feel like we could have a conversation for five hours. I'm gonna come to your house one day and we can have more Josh. We can have more <laughs> Josh, please. Okay, and just let us sit in the back porch and just talk. Okay, no, but you know, so so Jeff, here goes the other thing, right? Because this is the hard part. So while you do rally the people behind you, and there's a lot of people. Let's just talk about South Waco for a second. I, the plethora of my guests have been from South Waco, right? And I just share with you, I'm not even from South Waco. It just happened, right? And so, um, you know. You, you have these people that you relate to, that back you, that support you. The hard part is getting them to the voters' poll. Absolutely. So what efforts are you taking to, to do so so that way you can convince these people, look, I need you guys to go take minutes out of your day, go vote for me, and I will bring the change that you guys need. You know, I don't, I don't know that. They... And it's not just for South Waco, though. No, it's, it's for a, McLennan it's, County. It's across the county. Yeah. You, you know, but I don't know. So when I started this thing, I was told, I was told two things that really upset me. A couple, actually, a couple things, three sure. things. I was told one that uh, that elections in McLennan County take money. Mm. Basically, I was told that they were bought, and I don't have enough money to keep up. So take that for what it's worth. We need another hour of a studio time, Mike. <laughs> the second, the second thing, the second thing I was told yeah. was that I can't win because I got a Hispanic last name. And then the third thing I was told was. Because of my age and the demographic that I seek out, that anybody under 55, it, they don't matter. 55 and under. Now, take that for what it's worth. Sure, how, sure. I don't know how old you are. I'm thir- Well, I stopped counting after 21. But, but, but how long do you have God to go? God says be- I'm 32. Okay. So, so you're, <laughs> yeah. lo- you're looking at another 23 years before somebody thinks you matter. Wow. That, that's a problem. They, and here's what they said. They said they don't yeah. take they don't take politics serious enough. They don't. And that might be that might be a political strategy right, right. What, that people follow. But fact of the matter is, is I can't subscribe to that. And here's why. One, because I'm Hispanic and my last name is what my last name is. And two, yeah. two, that's my age demographic. And I was told if you're counting on those people to support you and get you to the finish line, you're going to be sadly mistaken because mm-hmm. they're not responsible enough to do it. Mm-hmm. All I have is my word, my social media, and and my social following. Yeah. And and people, listen, here's the deal. You were driving a car at 4 o'clock in the morning, and somebody said, put this guy on your show. Yes. That's, That's all I've facts. got. Absolute fact. The only thing yes. I have is for people to say, this is our guy. It's a movement. Mm-hmm. I'm not a politician. Right, right. I'm a guy from South Waco who thinks I know what, what McLennan County needs. Right. And th- and I need to stretch that across the county, across Waco, Marlon, Moody, McGregor, uh, Bruce Valetti, Lorena yeah. West. I right. mean, come on. You know, I, and I, <laughs> yeah. And here in Waco. <laughs> yeah. Well, you yeah. know, this, yeah. like I said, across Waco. You know, um, I, I just think that um, I, I like the conversation that we had earlier about, you know, your past, where you're from. You're mm-hmm. from a. And, you know, shout out to every side of Waco, but you're from a a side of town that, you know, people, as soon as they hear it, I feel like people are simple minded. Right. And I had this conversation um, with my best friend and I feel like people have a hard time shifting their paradigm. Right. When it comes to your past, when it comes to the, the, the circumstances that you grew up in. Right. And so do you think that it's 
fair for your past to be used against you in this particular race where they're like oh no wait this guy's from south waco no he's about that like isn't his mother like one of those people that didn't raise him like what how is he equipped there's no way like they would they would do that they would do that they will they, they will. will they will because that's what happens and i hate that shit excuse me <laughs> i hate it because it's so hard for people again to shift their paradigm and for like i take myself as an example jeff the same person that Andrew G is now is not the same person 10 years ago. Yeah. There's no way you would have told me I would have had the number one podcast in Waco. Uh, and that I was going to be sponsoring a soccer team and that I was going to be getting booked for da, da, da. You know what I mean? Yeah. My best friend, I said the same thing. Three years ago, I would have never saw you as a notable soccer coach that, that people were checking for. You know what I mean? And, and you know, now you, you are and you're so reputable. You know what I mean? But people will always use our past against us. I don't think people, yeah. I don't think people register that I'm from South Waco. Mm -hmm. I think they see me as a form. I, I think what sticks with them most is I'm a former sheriff's deputy. Oh, I see. I was there. Okay. And I'm trying to change it. And, and, and it, and it sparks the question, what's he trying to change? I got you. As far as my mother goes and says, yeah, she wasn't one of those people that wasn't around. I, I say this, you know, my, my mother and I, we have a, we've had a rocky relationship, yeah. you know, but, but it's good. It's bad. But what kid, what kid trying to find his own way doesn't, True. You know, yeah. make waves. You right. know, she did the absolute best she could with what she had. Like I said, you know, 16, 17 years old, she wasn't ready to have a kid. She left South Texas because she was pregnant. She landed uh -huh. here in Waco. We talked about that earlier about the Spanish. Absolutely. She landed here in Waco. And in 1972, she landed here. She was taken in by a predominantly white Waco. Right. So when I was born, I was raised by a predominantly white Waco that was 20 years older, 30 years older than me. Right, right. And as I've grown, I've watched my mom's friends uh, be successful, mm -hmm. grow old, pass on. And, and I've made, you know, I've, my family, the family I share with them right. is their, those people, their kids, their grandkids, the people that have grown up along the way. This right, is, right. this is 50 years in the making. Sure, sure. So I don't think anybody holds that against me. I think what people hold against me, by the same token is this. Mm -hmm. I don't have my opponent's last name. Mm -hmm. I don't have my opponent's history. Mm -hmm. When people tell me, when I tell people what I'm doing, the first thing they say is, oh, you're up against him. Mm -hmm. Like, no, no, I'm not up against him. I'm not running this campaign against right. him. I'm running this campaign for the city, for the, for the county of McLennan, McLennan County. I'm not up, I'm not up against him. Right, right. I'm trying to do the best for me, my okay. family, my the, the employees that are there. Yeah. And I tell people this. And they say, well, you know, your opponent's got such a storied history. Well, where did it start? What has he done? Mm. What has he accomplished? Mm. What is his experience? Besides the last name, besides the popularity, besides the... And what I said a while ago, yeah. everybody's story starts somewhere. A journey of a thousand miles starts with one step. Yeah. This is my one step. Gotcha. Do you, uh, and you know, I hate that we're running out of time, girl. We could be here for five hours. Come on, <laughs> come on. No, yeah, but we are running out of time, but I have, I do have one more question and I really want you to answer it as honest as possible. Um, it, it seems like you have a good support system behind you, especially when I was talking with Joe, you know, he was just like, you know, a lot of people are really rallying behind this guy, Andrew, have him on your podcast. You know, Joe, Joe was the one who pushed me to have you on the podcast. And so, You're going to gonna get him in trouble. Good. You know that, right? No, I'm not. Joe's awesome. He's a, such a great guy. I love he, him. He is, a, he is a great guy. He's he so guy. awesome. He's an amazing dad, husband, and I went to Vegas for his wedding or his bachelor party. And so... Hey, really, what happened while you were there? Shut up. Shut up. I'm not saying what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Exactly. There you go. And I'm only speaking for myself because <laughs> <laughs> I, I did some nasty. Anyway, so okay, so, so no, 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 no. Honestly, honestly, honestly. Before we go, um, you have a great support system. You have a great um, group of people rallied behind you. Is what it seems like. And you know, the 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 ultimate thing is getting them to the voters' poll, right? Do you, Jeff Aguirre, and we talk about your opponent having the popularity, the last name, the, you know, some people become lazy when it comes to voting. They're just like, oh, well, you know, he's popular. We have him. You know, there's politics behind politics. Do you think you stand a chance? I think we're winning it. I think we're winning it. And I'm going to tell you something. Yes. And I'm going to tell you something that I haven't that said That made yet. me smile. I, haven't, <laughs> I, haven't, I have not espoused this yet okay. from a stage. And I will, I will now. Sure. This is a public affair exclusive, by the way. Good. It's it's been rumored okay. that my opponent has no intention. As he approaches eighty, here's the deal, I'm fifty. Mm -hmm. You know, and I've been told to stay away from age. And he, yeah. and here's the thing. He's got a storied career. 
And yeah, I told you sure. earlier, you can be a good person and not be a good leader. Mm-hmm. As my opponent, he has a plan. As it is rumored, mm-hmm. he has a plan to beat me. Mm. Do a little bit of work and then walk away and hand this off. Mm. People ask me why I'm here. So let me tell you why I'm here. Yes, sir. I'm here because 28 years of law enforcement in McLennan County and around the world, my career has led me here to help the citizens of McLennan County. And I don't think it's fair that one man has the power to decide who his successor is to watch over 250,000 people. Mm. I would rather stand here on this show and in that street with my arms open saying, ask me the hard questions. Let me earn it. Yeah. If you decide to go against me, then it's something I said or it's something he said that made you choose a side. Mm. But if you're going to try to take this from me at this time and give it to somebody else, I have no choice but to fight for what I want. And this is 28 years in the making. I didn't get here yesterday. Absolutely. You didn't get here 10 years ago, neither. Absolutely. That's what he said. You were he's 80. Anyway, okay, so I said as I'm he. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. Am I tripping? Or it was the Josh. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> well, listen, Jeff. I I wish the best for you. I, I do hope that this it. comes out in your favor. I, I had such a good time. I didn't know what to expect with you coming on the show, and I met a man. No, I met a man who, who while he holds these high-ranking positions, you're very much like us. And I hope that that translates on the voters poll. I hope that the people who watch this episode, whether it be 200, 2,000, 20, uh, more than 20, please. Um, I, <laughs> I, hope that, that I hope that they listen to you and know that you are representing us. I hope that they, they, we need representation. I am a Latino as well. And I'm a, I'm a double minority. You know what I mean? I'm Latino and I'm gay as hell. And so I, I, need, and I feel like you re- you're not gay, but I feel like you represent me. Do you know what I mean? I feel like yeah. you represent me and my ideals. I feel like you represent me and my, my current paradigm. And I hope that this translates and, and draws you guys. I encourage you, please. Listen, I don't be asking y'all for nothing. All right? I don't ask you for nobody, no nothing. Go vote Jeff Aguirre for McLennan County Sheriff. Please. Absolutely. Do me a favor for my birthday. I know it's in July, but still, early birthday present. Hey, mine's <laughs> not. Mine's January 14th. Go, uh, for, for his me. birthday, because that's close to when the episode's coming out, I think. Let me check the calendar. Hold on. Oh, the 15th. No, the, the 22nd. The 22nd. <laughs> there you the go. 22nd. I encourage you guys to go vote Jeff Aguirre if you want to see change within McLennan County, if you want to see anybody that represents us in McLennan County. And Jeff, I, I just wish you nothing but the best. Well, I appreciate I that. I wish you nothing but the best. That. I hope that this works out for you. And um, I had it was such an honor meeting you. And when you do win, we're having a party. When you win, we're having a party. Oh, we're going to have a big one. Uh, we're having a discada, right? We're going to have a party. <laughs> bring the Josh. Bring the Josh. And you can bring the liquor, okay? And we're going to have a whole party. I'm going to go live on my Facebook. And I'll do a giveaway. How about that? If Jeff wins, I'll do a giveaway. Absolutely. I'll do a giveaway. $100 gift card. All right? I'll, match, I'll match it. Let's, Let's go. Do, oh, that's $200, baby. All right? Jeff, on. can you leave us with anything before we go? No. You know, other mm-hmm. than other than my name is Jeff Aguirre. I'm running for sheriff of McLennan County. I would appreciate your support. You know, my platform is this. I, I, I'm on the Republican ticket of the primary ballot. But first and foremost, we're all human. We're all children of God. We, we make mistakes. We heal. We learn. We grow. The fact of the matter is, is we just have to love each other. And this is what I've told people. And I want people to understand sure. this. As we've gone through this, there are people that have jeopardized relationships and, and friends and family. Politics isn't worth losing loved ones. You don't know how long you got with them. You got to love them while you have them. March 6th. The day after the election, we all got to go back to being friends and family again. Love each other. Be good to one another. Consider the future. That's why I'm here. This is my life's work. 28 years of work comes down to one day. Wow. And all I ask for people is to read the story, understand where I come from, Mm -hmm. know what I have to give, and vote me in March, March 5th, 2024. Okay. And I hope that we do. One more question. What happens if it doesn't work out in your favor, Jeff? It's God's plan. We'll see what happens. Oof, I learned that the hard way. All right. <laughs> well, I, you know, no, here's the deal, man. Yeah, I'm very, yeah. I'm very blessed. I'm very blessed sure. in the job I have. I'm very blessed with the boss I have. You know, I've got a great wife. You know, we've been together for, you know, uh, 28 years. We've been She's married. Like, you better get it right. Look at her back. <laughs> we've been married. We've been married. We've been married for 24 years. We've been together for 28. You know, life's not easy. Like we talked sure. about a while ago. You know, I was gone a, a large part of our marriage. 
um, in Afghanistan and Haiti and, and traveling the world. Yeah. But here's the thing. If this doesn't work out, I, t- I told somebody a while back. Actually, I told the news. Sure. They wrote a story. And I said, God didn't promise me a victory. Mm-hmm. God promised me the energy to run the race. Mm. And if what I'm supposed to run, learn is in the, the race, yeah. then I'll learn it. If it's in the victory, I'll take that too. I love it so much. Well, Jeff Aguirre, it was an honor. Thank you so much. And I wish you nothing but the best in your in your run. And, you know, we're, we're all going to go vote. So when does early voting start? Uh, February 20th. That's around the corner. Y'all better don't play with me, all right? I don't ask you guys for nothing. Go vote Jeff Aguirre for McLennan County Sheriff. I'm so excited for you. Well, brother, I appreciate I'm it. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for taking the time to come on to the public affair. I know that this was a little bit out of your... No, it's not even out of your comfort zone. You're just like me. No, like, man. It was right in my wheelhouse. Got to be more careful. No, it was right in my wheelhouse, man. I appreciate I it. it. I really do. You know, Thank you got a, you. you got an amazing view from here on top. Well, shout of, out to Rogue Media Network. Getting yeah, me this yes. Love know. Rogue Media. Thank you. To everybody that watched this episode, thank you guys again so much. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Vote Jeff Aguirre, February 28th. Very t- February 20th through 20th, March 20th. 5th. February 20th, March 5th. You guys have all those days to vote Jeff Aguirre. And if he wins, I'm doing it. I can, that's not plug all that. I can give a, I can do a giveaway if he wins. That's celebratory. That yeah, is celebratory. Hey, absolutely. He said he was going to match it. The day, the, day after, yeah. the day after the election, it's yeah. it's uh, it's up. And it's over. I'm done. It's, it's, up. it's there. It's up. All right, you guys. Thank you again so much. Um, now, thank before we go, I definitely want to use this opportunity to give a shout out to just a few more of our sponsors of this episode of The Public Affair. This episode is brought to, brought to us by Brothers Roofing and Remodeling with Jesus Sanchez. He's a small construction business from Mark, Texas, specializing in general roofing needs and so much more. Protect your home from the crazy elements of this Texas weather with his high quality and affordable work. And he also specializes in all remodeling as well. And I know that those jobs get a little bit pricey, but he does offer financing options as well. Just follow him on Facebook. Call the number on the screen. Hey, Sue Sanchez, thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. Of course, the J. Pedal and Puck. Ooh, this is, it's giving lunch right now. This is only two in the afternoon. I love, don't you love J. Pedal? I do. J. Pedal, y'all better vote for Jeff. I get it. Don't play with me. I'm not going no more. All right. <laughs> Listen, J. Pedal provides delicious savory Japanese crepes and poke bowls. They also have handcrafted Thai rolled ice cream for dessert. You can choose from a menu item or just be like, like I like to do because I like to be in control, so I like to make my own bowl. All right, and you guys, it's super easy. Just download the J Pedal app or just walk in. Locations on University Parks Drive and Hewitt Drive to J Pedal and Poke. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of the Public Affair. Of course, the Elite Barber Shop with my boy Sid Rodriguez. You guys do my hair, right? He cut my hair this morning. He got my hair this morning. Located on Hewitt Drive. Call the number on the screen to book or download the Squire app. Walk-ins are welcome as well. He's got get ready. Mm-mm-mm. Marcus Carrillo, Chris Reyes, Santos Godova, David Rodriguez, Isaac Chavez, Clint Fletcher, Isai Reyes, and Sam Ceballos making you look as snack as I have for more than 183 episodes of the public. Are you timing out me? Shout out, shout out to Clint Fletcher. That's my guy. I oh, like, yeah. I like me some Clint Fletcher. Oh, he used to be a, a, a thing, right? Be, yeah, yeah. A yeah. sheriff or something. Yep. He was a yeah. sheriff's deputy. Yeah. And sh- Clint's a snack, too. Shout out to Clint. And no, he, I does, love he, does, he does an amazing job, man. If he's you want a good amazing. haircut, he's, he's the one. Oh, yeah. He yeah. Cu- I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you on this episode what happened when he cut my hair, but he some great things happened to me when he cut my hair. And you, you're going to make his wife mad. No, 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 no. I love her. No, shout out to her. But I'm just saying beautiful things happen to me when Clint Fletcher cut my hair. So big shout out to Elite Barbershop with Sid Rodriguez. And of course, to Pollo Box and Audio with Jeffrey Monreal, home for all your LED needs and auto accessories, installation of stereo store speakers and audio systems. He also specializes in building custom software enclosures and so much more. Definitely a jack of all trades. And you one stop shop to get everything done and one roof. He did my tin. Uh, a deputy sherry stopped me for my tin. So shout out, shout out to that. Yeah, he was doing his job. I don't remember his name, but he was doing his job. And, and, shout, and don't stop me in my and um, a shout out to the starlights that he gave me as well. Auto Star backup camera. He's got you guys for everything. The Boy Box and Audio Jeffrey Monreal. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. He's a South Waco native as well. How about Absolutely. that? How about that to everybody? Thank you again so much for tuning in. Jeff Aguirre. Jeff Aguirre. Je- vote Jeff Aguirre between February 20th Please. and March 5th. February 20th is early voting. Yes. March 5th is the last day. Last day. You guys, it don't take... Please do me a favor. No, yeah, I don't ask you for nothing. This guy right here represents us. This guy is us. This guy is going to do good by us. I, I I, told you guys no lies on this show for more than three and a half years, going on four years. Jeff Aguirre, it was such an honor. I'm so honored that you came onto the public affair. Thank you so much. Yes, yes. And no matter what the outcome is, I'll be rooting for you. And to everybody else, don't forget to always keep it between us. That's it. Woof. Man. How was that? that was so it was a beat down, so rough. No, it wasn't. It was easy. No. <laughs>
deserves the same treatment. And what I mean by that is this. So, like, when I started my career, one of the first things, that one of the first lessons I learned uh-huh. was I had a lieutenant, and he told me, he said, hey, why do we pull people over? Yeah. Well, y'all been on the job for, like, five minutes. Right, right. And I said, we pull people over to write them tickets. Sure. And he's like, no. <laughs> he's while like, we all getting tickets. <laughs> yeah, everybody gets a ticket, you know? Yeah, yeah. And he's like, no, that's not why we pull people over. We pull people over to gain compliance with the law. Mm. He says, so – you have to go up there and meet that person when you terminate. Gotcha. What's going to get them to comply with the law? Yeah. Is it a verbal warning? Is it a written warning? Is it a ticket? Or are you going to have to take them to jail? Mm. And you got about three minutes to figure that out when you go up there and talk to them. Yeah, yeah. We can't be a, a society or, or a department or that that goes out and treats pe- everybody the same, not everybody the same. Everybody has a, a different set of circumstances. Sure, yeah. Now, do we have discretion? Yes, we have discretion. Absolutely. Do, do bad people need to go to jail? Absolutely. Right. But the fact of the matter is, is not everybody is the same. And what makes a police officer an effective police officer uh-huh. is the ability to go up, triage the situation, and say, this is how I'm going to handle it. Wow. And when you do that, you put a little bit of humanity back into a job sure. that doesn't have a lot. I, I love that. I love that you said that. And, you know, shout out to the Hewitt police officer that stopped me in watching the public square. I'm not going to say his name, though, because he didn't give me the ticket. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, big shout out to you. I truly appreciate it. Well, there it. you yeah. go. He might have learned the same lesson from the same person. Exactly. Right, right. That's there it? you go. All right, perfect. Sheesh. Yeah, well, we, can, we can plug that in. Appreciate you, man. Thank you, Jeff. Good yeah. looking out, man. No, appreciate truly, I, I hope to, I, I got to see you in the picture. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.